Jesus, we need to sharp out there. Charlie, in fact, your radio show. Ty Twitty, come here. Jesus Christ, Ty Twitty's here. Um, everybody, um, that's fine. Are you live? No, that yeah, well, yes, that might doesn't work. I can make it. Do you want to do the show with me, Twitty? No, I'll right, come and have a little. All right, come and have a little hello. Come on, let me. Get yourself this little bit. Right. Oh, it's little side Twitty! It's little Twitty! Dog's here as well! It's chaos! It's anarchy! This is What's crazy. What's going man. on? Oh no! Ah, right. Get out! Perry ya! Fucking hell! You know what I'm trying to do, Ratio? You're out there effing and jeffing. Sorry. Fucking hell! You got a mouth like a drunk sailor. Unbelievable. Unforgivable. Anyway, I was going to start by just having a pop at uh, the lyrics of that song, uh, Freed From Desire. I can't remember who it's by. Never will do that on Monday. I've lost my train of thought now. Anyway, the upshot, the, the punchline of that is uh, someone needs to get their shit together. Anyway, guys, listen, yeah, listen. It's fucking Friday, man. So that's good. That's a start, isn't it? We could, you know, work from there, you know? Bloody fucking take that as. I swear to God. I'll send Long Dog out there. I'll send her out. She'll be a weeping and a hollering. Fucking unbelievable. Yeah, Friday. Cool, man. Fog on Friday at that. So, this is the warm up show, as you know, uh, for Fog on Friday. This is the sort of fluffing, really, just to get you hard, get you in the mood, keep you hard, maintain the erection, but edge you. You know, so obviously the real load gets shot just after 11, you know. Uh, current value and Mephius tonight in the capital. Uh, that's in, in Scotland, I guess. Uh, that'd be fun. Um, you know, could enjoy that if you're, if you're uh, of the Scottish persuasion. What's going on, guys? Who's around? Who's, who's here on a Friday? Real Akeem's here. Sean Simpson's here. Dan Tweed, Andy Goddy, Matt Wright, Stin, Kipo. Uh, Cambridge, Joe's, they're all in the goddamn house. Guys, oh, it's been a fun week, I think, on Coffee and Memes. I've enjoyed it. I mean, we've established uh, many things. We've established that, um, you know, in spite of his consistent protests, uh, John B. Uh, did uh, sample the Goonies for pressure. <laughs> he listened to it the other night. Mitten was posting stuff from it on the, on the Discord. I was like... I really remember it being more similar than that. I thought it was a bit at the end, right? Where the boat, where they're all like, well, just throwing all the stuff in the air. Yeah. And then um, the boat, you know, one-eyed Willie's galleon sails out. I thought it was, dee, 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 so it was there. It's not. It's in a different bit. Uh, nevertheless, um, you know, John actually, from what I heard, he actually broke into the archives where the music was stored and stole uh, not only the DAT recording, but also the sheet music uh, to get into it. Um, he added the wahoo himself, but everything else was actually made by One-Eyed Willie. A lot of people don't know this, but One-Eyed Willie actually, he composed the soundtrack himself. And John thinks that it's okay, you know, just because this guy's a dead pirate, to to you know to sample his sample his music and listen, a lot of dead pirates are having their riffs sampled for drum and bass, and nobody's talking about it. And so it falls to me 
the Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen of drum and bass, the Feathery King, you know, the Black Barry White, uh, to, 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 to bring this up, you know, to try and, you know, to try and make people see, you know, the hypocrisy of the drum and bass industrial complex, where we are allowing some of the most respected names to, you know, effectively appropriate. It's culture. It's a cultural appropriation. It's appropriating the culture of dead pirates. I won't stand for it, guys. So tomorrow, I will be marching on Downing Street. I will be getting Bojo in a headlock and demanding that he passes. Look, I'm dealing with the big issues here, guys. Forget about climate change. Forget about the upcoming election. Forget about Brexit. Forget about the end times. We need to get the important stuff out. I'm going to get Bojo in a headlock and I will demand that he will pass legislation in Parliament to block the appropriation of the riffs of dead pirates for drum and bass music. Okay, and anyone found transgressing will be thrown in the gulag. Okay, I want, I'm going to personally, I will personally take it upon myself to set up a private prison. Okay, it's always been a goal of mine. It's always been a dream to have my own little gitmo, you know, my own little gulag, my own little, oh, God, it'd be such fun, wouldn't it? Oh, ideally political prisoners, you know, I ain't fanning around with burglars, you know, violent people. I want political prisoners. I want it to be a sort of black site, you know, one of those ones where you look it up on Google Earth and it's all blurred out. You're like, huh? My own private prison. And in it will be any drum and bass artists that have sampled the music of Dead Pirates and appropriated it for their own culture. Okay? I sta- I, listen, guys, it might sound wild and authoritarian, but hey, that's just me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. It's the 29th. It's Black Friday. Um, I, I'm, I'm personally offering 50% off hand jobs. Uh, if anyone wants to meet me at the public toilets down by Hove Lawns, all day. So that will make them £3.50 for a hand job and 20% off blowies. So that's decent. Marginally less discount on the blowies because obviously they're a bit more labour intensive. You know, they're a bit more of a commitment. You know, I can generally do the hand hand job with a glove. It's still it's very it's very rigorous, you know, it leaves no stone unturned, if you know if you know what I mean. You know, it's very um almost like like it might be carried like if if you're in hospital for some sort of bizarre affliction that required uh, the, the part of the treatment plan was hand jobs. <laughs> if if such a situation arose, you're in hospital, afflicted with some kind of condition, and part of the treatment plan was a, a daily hand job administered by some kind of matron, you know, some kind of large, overweight, big-handed, possibly German, Bavarian nurse, you know, Bavarian matron. She comes in, <clears throat> she's got a little sort of... Um, it's like a little frame, if you want, and she puts the frame under the covers, and that makes a little sort of, effectively like a Wendy house with a duvet, and then there's a hole for the hand to go in, and she's just like... <laughs> very, very rigorous, very thorough. There's no love in this. She doesn't look at you. She's sort of looking at her watch. She's actually... 
because she's going to write down, she's going to take some readings and stuff and write down some notes and stuff and put that all on there. <laughs> You're just like, ah! and about two minutes later, and she's just straight off. She's got like an antiseptic wipe, whips it all up, wash the hands, writes it down on the clipboard. She's off. Same time tomorrow. Where, what was I talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy. And, all of that, it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to Coffee and Memes. It's Friday, it's Black Friday, um, you go out and fight, is my... Uh, advice to you go out and commit an act of violence in a shopping mall it's a bit late for that now really isn't it that's the sort of thing doesn't happen at midnight or first thing in the morning or or whatever i heard a, a thing the other day that says like if you're going out by a big telly or something you know buy a new unit or whatever big telly you know a pewter something like that but basically the ones on the good the good friday no uh, black friday ones are a bit of a blag they put in special ones that are kind of like shitty versions of the normal ones less features and that you know little 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 lighter on the features mate they're giving you a light envelope effectively is what's going on there so you get your pewter oh no i got i got 75 percent off laptop mate i sell it a compact pizario uh laptop i've got 386 for uh 200 quid got a fucking dell 74 uh, Nokia, 75% off, like, fucking well cheap, mate. Anyway, well, your Dell uh, Nokia MPC 286 will be, not a knockoff version or anything, but it's sort of stripped down uh, version of it that they sell on Black Friday. To mugs, effectively. Mugs like me and you. Innocent, decent, honest, God-fearing mugs. And we get taken in by it. And uh, oh, Cup's got sort of cleavage, which is, I guess, a bit of fun. No. Nice. Guys, look, let's get into the news. Woman baffles with her bum-sunning ritual, which she claims gives her energy. It looks good to me, man. I'm up for it. You know, anything that involves people um, exposing their anuses is, is all good by me. I mean, lasses rather than fellas, I would say. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. As you know, an anus is an anus. You know, ideally bleached. You know, waxed. But, we'll see. Where's the... Uh, get it up on the screen. Where are we? Fucking, I'm still reeling from Twitty coming in here. He's not allowed in. He shouldn't be allowed in. I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed at Tally for allowing him in. And just basically get just getting in on the action, really, rather than uh, rather than biting him, biting his legs, which would be ideal. Here we are. 
I don't know what, uh, an Instagram post went viral after a woman named Megan claimed Pyrenean sunning helps to boost your energy levels. Uh, listen, guys, a lady's uh, Pyrenean is like about that. I mean, the fellas, um, you, you may know it as Stinker's Bridge, the Gooch, uh, the Taint. Uh, it goes by many names. That's more of a, look, listen, love, your son in your anus. Yeah, just call it what it is, okay? James Haskell and Chloe Madeley's extreme sex life and tricks to keep it spicy. Okay, thanks. Social media users have been lost for words after a woman's post about the little-known practice of perineum sunning went viral. Megan took to Instagram to share a very X-rated photo of herself laying flat on her back uh, in the great outdoors, holding her legs in the air uh, with her arms to get some rays on an area where, according to the popular saying, the sun doesn't usually shine. A California resident explains that she begins every day with five minutes of exposing her perineum. Her exposing her arsehole! Look, perineum, trying to make it more family-friendly. Fuck off. Anyway, anus. Exposing her anus. Uh, to the sun and claims that it leaves her so energised she's been able to ditch the coffee. Wow. She's been able to come off uh, meth entirely. Almost entirely. She now only smokes meth at family events and on Tuesdays. Uh, she said that it has drastically improved her sleep but told others that it should be not be done to tan your butthole. As this is not the intention of the practice. Okay. The post was shared by another user to Twitter with the caption... People out here butt-chugging sunlight, racking up more than 90,000 likes and 2,000 comments. That's not bad, is it? I mean, that's good That's good content. That is good quality viral content. And it's fair to say people had some thoughts. There you go. That is... That's a bit of journalism for you there. And it's fair to say people had some thoughts. Yeah. No, no fat on this article, is there? Wow. Just the important stuff. Right, yeah, I see what's going on here. Is, and is this a pink sort of energy ball surrounding her? Is this something that she's conjured, maybe from another realm? Uh, or, what? hold on a second, Nadia uh, Sawala got the bobs out. Why? Wraps boobs in packaging tape. And she copies... Get what? It, but, but, eh. Always liked her ever since the press gang days. Does anyone remember Press Gang? You'll need to be in your mid-30s at least to remember Press Gang. Anyway, I remember the one where she got stuck in a vault. That was Bank Vault. It's good. Anyway, she seems to have conjured up some sort of pink orb, some kind of pink uh, ball of uh, energy, I guess. Is that a sort of Hadouken thing that's going to fire out of her anus? I don't know. I mean, if so, good good stuff. But, I mean, I do I think you want to be careful sort of conjuring kind of energy balls from some sort of spiritual realm, particularly when naked. As a child, well, ev look, everyone knows that when you're getting dressed, you always put pants on first, then trousers. I mean, you could you, but basically, look, you've got to go pants on first. The, really, the order from there is academic, but pants on first because you never know what might happen and you don't want to have to go on some sort of quest. I thought this as a child, like, all right, better put the pants on first, just in case fucking Bowie comes in, he's nicked my brother, and I've got to go on some fucking quest straight away. There's no time to put any other clothes on. 
So the last thing you need to do, last thing you want, well, you don't want to have to go on a quest to save your baby brother as it is. That's a pain in the ass. It's inconvenient. You've got school. There's homework to be done, etc. That So that's an inconvenience in the first place. Second thing, to make matters worse, would be if you, you had to do it naked from the waist down. Nightmare. You know, just plums swinging free. Your childhood plums just swinging in the air, looking like some deranged Winnie the Pooh. Just, ugh, there's no need for it, is there? It's just, it, it's suboptimal. Just put it that way. What was I saying? Yeah, right. Look, you're conjuring up energy balls from some sort of other realm, sunning with, you know, presumably powered anally. Just wanted to say, just be careful. You've got clothes nearby just in case, you know. Anyway. One said, can someone please pass on to me the study showing that 30 seconds of butthole sunlight is equal to an entire day of non-butthole sunlight? Is this what my cat's been studying its entire life? Good banter. Another replied, I feel like this would... Ne okay, now we're just reporting what people said on Twitter now. That's good, isn't it? However, Dr. Diana Gall from Doctor For You told Insider, there's no evidence that sunbathing in this way has any effect on physical well-being. Yeah, wow, no shit. Yes, practicing mindfulness and meditation and getting your dose of vitamin D is beneficial for mental and physical health, but you don't need to damage your skin in the process from sun exposure. So please don't copy Megan's ritual, please. Uh, damn, Kelly Brooks out here. Woo! And these two are going to have a tear up? Okay. Guys, look, let's let, let's talk shoe throwers. What have we got? We better have... Yeah, look, as much as I'm obviously upset and unhappy and would like to be able to prosecute by law people that appropriate the musical riffs of Dead Pirates, but I do think it's prudent for us to play Pressure 2019, John B, because it is very good. Um, so... No, I'm not saying that the, the, the drum and bass appropriating the music of Dead Pirates is bad, you know, subjectively. I'm just saying, you know, it's cultural appropriation. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, make of that what you will. I'm not saying he should be killed. Just just merely imprisoned, you know? And interrogated. <laughs> Waterboarded. So a few thoughts on Megan, uh, the butthole sunner in the chat. Uh, some speculation that maybe she started life as a fella. And other speculation that she's a nonce. So, yeah. Perhaps not getting a fair, fair ride in the chat, but a not unsurprising one. Oh my god! It's one-eyed Willie!
I think in many ways, uh, Cy Twitty is the sloth from the Goonies of uh, of the internet radio world. You know, dropped on his head at birth. Child of a crime family. Painfully ugly, but in a weird way, adorable. Albert Middleton in the chat. Down the Buckfast and play some Mumbaton. Jesus Christ, there are some sick people out there. John B, Pressure Picture of uh, John B as a child there in uh, his favourite Hawaiian shirt, uh, pirate hat, little red jacket. Press F to pay respects. Guys, that's a rowdy little number. I like it. I'm a fan. Uh, let's get the show on the road. What else have we got uh, in today's year? Teenager rescued from chimney uh, after trying to sneak back in late. Hey, father Christmas motherfucker. What on earth is going on? Everyone, oh, I can do without the preamble. Uh, this probably has varying degrees of... Right, yeah, okay. T- right, let's just watch the fucking video, okay? Yeah. You're, you shush. No, don't you get me pulled off of fucking YouTube again. Fucking square pressure. Fucking Essex bastard. Anyway, uh, a teenager has stayed out late with friends on the night before Thanksgiving, but she hadn't quite scoped out the logistics of the operation. Firefighters found her stuck in the bottom of her sealed-off chimney breast. Fucking she is wild. And we have video now to share with you of that teenage girl who was rescued from the chimney just a short time ago. Phoenix Fire rescuing her from uh, this home after she somehow got stuck in this chimney. And uh, they were able to successfully get her down. You see her there up on the uh, right side of your screen there. She's wow. covered in soot. And they used a harness to pull her out. She's in blackface. Have a Fox 10 crew on the scene. She That's it. Just Cancel fine. her immediately. Uh, She's wearing blackface. On how this all happened. Tune into Fox 10 News at 9 and 10 o'clock for the latest tonight. Wow, she fucked up, man. She really... Who would think that that would be a good idea? Like, presumably there's, like, a significant drop in a chimney where you just get to hurt all through and hope for the best. Try and shimmy down. F- 
I can't think of anything worse than being stuck in a chimney. It uh, would be just one of my ideas, true ideas of hell. Oh, like, stuck down a well also, really bad. I, I just, what situations would have to have transpired? What? What would have to be true in order for me to have ended up stuck in a chimney? I guess maybe trying to rescue a child or or a, or a pet would probably be the only... Or trying to escape maybe the Nazis. I don't know. You know, I I don't know. It's it's not good, though, is it? Uh, it was like... <laughs> oh, dear. Uh the huge fail by anyone's standards. Uh, a 17-year-old returned home uh, with her friend Yasmin to find the house fully locked up. So she took it upon herself to scale the roof and make her way down the chimney. Bold move. Yasmin uh, told Fox 10 uh, she thought about going down the chimney. I didn't know it was blocked at the bottom. Uh, I never thought it was blocked at the bottom. Uh, so she went down and she started freaking out. <laughs> no shit. Uh, when the fire crew got to the Phoenix home, they found the panicking teenager stuck in the chimney. She was like, call 911. She couldn't breathe. Oh, my God. That would be so terrifying. Uh, the rescue crew were called out at about 5 p.m. 5 p.m.? It's not that late, then. What's, what's going on? Or she, She'd already been there for about an hour and a half. Surely 5 a.m. No? Why? Was there nobody in there? Anyway. Rescue... Uh, they erected a huge tripod structure over the chimney and attached a hoist to the centre so they could lift her out. It took about 40 minutes to remove her from the structure. Uh, after she was removed safely, the crew, with the crew sending her to hospital and checking her over for injuries, she was fine and then was released. According to the Arizona family, uh, she was in constant communication with the firefighters throughout the incident and was even having a joke with them as they hoisted her up. Apparently her parents didn't see the funny side of the situation. Yasmin told news outlets, There was so mud. Really mud. Okay, people on social media have... Okay, good, we're just going to quote social media now. That's fine. Um, thankfully, the girl was fine. But if you ever get locked out, always remember it's much safer to face your parents than to try the chimney flu. Flu. Chimney flu. Is that a thing? A chimney flu? Chimney flu? I called a chimney sweep once. Wild flat. Came round. Didn't look anything like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. Extremely disappointing. No blackface, nothing. Uh, he said, yeah, it's not really a thing anymore. I don't really get soot anywhere. I just put some plastic over it. Got a hoover. Literally, is, don't worry about it. 100 quid. Gave me a certificate. It's nice to get a certificate. A little certificate, you know. It's nice. I, I haven't got one in a while. Oh, God, when was the last time I got a certificate for anything? I don't even know if I got any at school. I must have got swimming badges. You get a certificate with one of those. Kitty Cat sponsored sw swimming badges. You know, G50 metres, whatever. Uh, I don't know. How far did I, did I manage to go? To the end of the pool and back, I would presume. Not much further. Lazy. Inherently lazy as a child. So, you know, no sporting accomplishments of note. None. No accomplishments, really, throughout my entire life. But... Who cares, man? Who cares? Guys, look, it's our old friend, the 84-year-old grandmama, who is absolutely owning Tinder. Ta I thought we she was supposed to be shut in. Well, Tally's at large. 80, grandma, 84, quits Tinder to find love after decades of one-night stand. Uh, one-night stands. Yeah, she slung a lot of dick. 
People use dating apps for many different reasons. Some, what the fuck? Off! By Friday, I have had my limit of preamble. But one woman who has been dubbed Tindergran has vowed to ditch the hookup app and find her one true love. Well, she ain't got long left. At 83 years old, said 84 up there, says 84. Literally says 84 in the in the headline, says 83 here. Which one is it, that Bible, you fake news cuck bastards? At 83 years old, Hattie Retroage Wiener, sorry, Wiener, uh, from New York, uh, is no stranger to dating, the mother of two and grandmother of three, divorced in her 50s and has spent nearly 30 years slinging dick. Uh, as she's gotten older, the men she dates have gotten younger. All right. After her initial success on Tinder, uh, she has now decided to get rid of the app in the hope of meeting someone more long-term. Though she still needs to be at least 20... They still need to be at least 20 years younger. Hattie said... Um, what I would deserve from my life part, yeah, is, uh, from my life, is, is like part, and that, like, one that's uh, turned on by me, and I'm turned on by him, so I would want the man, like, just like around, like, 60, and that, like, I would tend to, and i uh, see him, and, and we do all become attracted to each other, I, I could see that we'd have, like, a good night together, then I do want to hear from them again. It could be because my funny looks like a collapsed mine shaft, but I don't even know. Pretty much I'll become a woman who gets hooked up even though that's not me intention in the lake. Yo, this man was from Tinder was 16. He was really good. I saw him once. It was a good match. It was excellent. But again, they did not want to get that attached and not like and have a relationship with a woman of my age. It's very rare that a young man will match with a much old lady in that lake and live with her and that. That's rare. But I learned a lot from Tinder and that. Uh, you, you learn a lot about yourself. Uh, and I did find that all of them were good experiences and that, you know, different. And I learned that men are people instead of potential hard dicks. What the f- Whoa, well, that escalated. All orgasm givers are G-spot geniuses, like. They're actually on the other end of the dick. There's a fucking human being in that, like. Well, this is just the sexism of 2019, isn't it? Men are just treated as sex objects. You know, they are objectified in the media they are just seen as just seen as hard dicks like she says there you know hard dicks orgasm givers g-spot geniuses uh you know um you know wage cucks uh just it's a disgrace uh they would they all describe themselves as like caring compassionate warm loving and i like and have all those qualities but i said look how big's your fucking unit lad if you have got a big one, I have no interest in that. I don't care how compassionate and warm and caring you are and whether or not you can make us a decent fucking cop. I care how fucking thick your bird is. You know what I mean, like? Uh, look, I can't just keep saying yes to, you know, to what I don't really want. Like, I really want one man. Well, listen, guys, uh, if you're out there and you, 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 you know, check out the goods... Right here, Tinder Granny. Warning: contains themes of a sexual nature. There she is. I like a guy who can rely on his. Oh, I've nailed the voice. Both need it. Michael looks really good here. With Tinder, like you have a steady stream of men. I don't want to do the Tinder thing anymore. Gave me a lot of orgasms, but I really want one man. What do you mean you can't get a main man? I can't get a main man. Yeah. 
Edge. It's the life of side fellas. Uh, yeah, that's that BTV. They um, uh, they 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 cover a lot of this bollocks. Anyway, guys, look, I think it's probably time for another slinger. What have we got? Uh, we have Wolf by Hayla Jennix and Lordell. Let's, uh, let's get the show on the road. Wolf, Halogenics, and Lordell. It's on a record label. Uh, Dead Beats. Nice. 
bit of fun. Bit of fun, yeah. Just, just a bit of fun. Let's, let's, let's leave it at that, yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, what do we got here? Man threatened to burn down nightclub because it didn't sell Red Bull. Well, you know, you go to a club, you know, maybe you try not to try not to drink. You're on the wagon. You know, you're not happy about it. So you think, fuck it, I'll have 18 Red Bulls. That'll get me where I need to go. They're like, don't sell Red Bull. <sighs> Mate. That's going to be trouble. It's going to be trouble. You know, what, what, what are they? I don't want a victim blame here, but what do they expect? You know? You know, in that outfit, not selling Red Bull. Outrageous. Uh, man threatened to burn down nightclub because it didn't sell Red Bull. A man has been jailed. Wow. After he threw a petrol canister and flicked a lighter at a nightclub full of people just because it didn't sell Red Bull. Okay, wow. That's uh, fucking hell. I thought it was just a bit more of a sort of, uh, I don't know, just wound up at the bar. Like, can I get a Red Bull, please? Oh, we don't sell Red Bull. Sorry, what? No, we don't We don't sell Red Bull. We've got... Um, some shitty equivalent. No, I want a legit Red Bull. You got n- n- none? No. I'll burn this place to the ground. Give me a Red Bull. No, we haven't got it. Right, I'm out. You know, that that I thought was probably more likely. No, he's got a fucking petrol can and a lighter. Jesus Christ. In, in Wantage in Oxfordshire, M- Michael Day, 38, screamed, I'm going to burn everyone, every last one of you before shush nightclub. Well, if it's anything like nightclub in Brighton they deserve to be burnt uh that's a joke uh in Wantage Oxfordshire um no no but the people that go to shush in Brighton they do deserve to die but maybe just not by being burned alive you know they deserve to die for their country put them on the front anyone who goes to shush in Brighton it's actually called shush double o not shush with a u like you know any normal person would spell it shush they, they, what it should be is you should get the queue, get them in, and then in there, they're all um, uh, chloroformed, bung them in the back of a van, front line in Afghanistan, you know, just ducking, that, that, you know, they should be out there clearing minefields. That's all I'm saying, you know, why not? Uh, day of Wantage, the day of Wantage, uh, was set to stand trial for the incident, but later admitted attempted arson and two counts of making threats to kill. He descended into an explosive rage after bar staff had served him an alternative drink as they didn't sell Red Bull. Look, I appreciate that that is irritating. You know, you order Coke, you get Pepsi, you're going to get hacked off. On April 28th, uh, heard Oxford Crown Court, Day became aggressive and was thrown out of the club where he had already been banned on another occasion. Why is he let back in then? There he plotted his revenge and headed back to the club where CCTV footage shows him armed with a 20-litre white plastic container partly filled with petrol. As he got near the club entrance, he was seen throwing it towards the door and launching himself in path of the door staff. Uh, Petrol was spilt on the ground and over the clothes of staff members before Day flicked a lighter and screamed death. Fucking hell, that is absolutely terrifying. Day, who also had a cigarette in his mouth, shouted racist abuse towards one worker and threatened to burn down the club. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) How fucking terrifying would that be? Jesus Christ. He shouted, I'm going to burn everyone, every last one of you. He said he would burn them all. As the smell of the fumes wafted inside the club, all 177 partygoers had to be evacuated. Day was arrested and he told officers he had drank up to seven Corona bottles, but never intended to start a fire, but wanted to scare people. Uh, Seven Coronas? 
You fucking lightweight. Well, and then you wanted a Red Bull. You're like, well, I've had seven Coronas now. Whoa, I need a Red Bull. Straighten me out. And just to think, if they'd had that Red Bull, it wouldn't be in this mess, you know? So maybe this is a good lesson for clubs out there to always keep at least a single Red Bull on hand, just in case some lunatic comes in there, drinks seven Coronas, and loses his mind. Uh, in mitigation, his defence barrister said Day couldn't remember the incident. Okay, right. Well, he said he just wanted to scare people. Right, but if you can't remember, then how do you know what you wanted? Judge Maria Lamb called the incident terrifying and jailed him five years, two months. <whistles> Dang, sir. Spoilt brat with an overactive sense of entitlement. Okay, uh, interesting take, Sandra Davis. That Really? You think that that's the sort of... It's just spoilt brat behaviour, isn't it? You know, these kids, these entitled kids, they're used to getting what they want, and when they don't get it, they, they, they throw petrol all over it and shout racist, racist abuse and try and set fire to things. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, even worse, a drunken spoilt brat. Uh, wow, okay. Uh, I mean, this... What are you just? I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. He doesn't look like a spoilt brat. He looks like he's got some. He's got some issues going on. Basically, it's a bizarre comment. Oh, bloody millennials these days! You know they don't get their avocado on toast. They they commit genocide. You know it's just it's it's absolutely outrageous. They, you know, these school shootings are just kids that didn't get their own way. They just need a smack bottom set to bed with no dinner, and that would solve the problem. They're just spoiled, entitled, millennial brats. It's a disgrace. Wow. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, guys, naughtiest names of 2019. How are they defining naughty? Uh, and what's the best behaved kids called? Again, define good behaviour. By whose standards are these? Uh, there are some new entries to the 2019 Naughty and Nice Names list. Does your little one's name feature? Uh, right, here's some... I don't have it in list form. Do they? Okay, Naughtiest Girls' Names. How? Right, okay, look, let's go through this. I want to know how they're quantifying this. Like, what? With the festive season just around the corner... Fucking... Uh, school Stickers, the leading provider of rewards in... Oh, okay. Okay. School Stickers, the leading provider of rewards in schools, has worked out the names of the naughtiest and nicest children names. It's a badly written sentence. Uh, uh, the annual study, now in its 11th year, looked at 27,000 youngsters across the country. Would prefer a larger sample size, but okay. Girls with names Sophie, Jessica, Olivia, Emily and Grace were the best behaved. Uh, well, boys, uh, Jack... Joshua, Harry, Oliver, and Charlie can definitely expect a visit from Rudolph and his friends. Okay. However, Alexandra, Esther's, Faith's, oh, Alexandra's, Esther's, Faith's, Lydia's, Nicole's, Logan's, uh, Harrison's, Liam's, Jacob's, and Leo's might not be so lucky, as they're all on the naughty list. Neil Hodges, Managing Director at School Stickers, said... How much love naughty niceness has become a Christmas tradition in Lily? It's obviously just a bit of festive fun and that like, and if you, your kid's name on the list, you shouldn't hear punish them. You shouldn't hear knock them about. I do it. I look, I, I hit my kids, like, I do. I, I, I'm near proud of it, but I, I hit my kids. I, I, you know, if they're, 
if they are naughty and they're like, I'll, I'll, I'll strike them. You know I can clip around the ear and they're like, I'm not proud of it. But I, I will it. But I'm just saying, like, if your kid's name is on naughty list, like, don't. If you're going to, don't strike them for that alone. If you're going to strike them, make sure, like, they've, they've done, done something, you know. If they've near done out, don't hit your kids, like. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I do want to tell you what to do in that league. But uh, if you're asking me which you're not, I, no, fuck it, eat your kids, man. Eat them. Just give them a fucking slap. Send them on the way. Naughtiest girls' names. Uh, Alexandra in at number one. Esther, Faith, Lydia, Nicole, Tia, Summer, Libby, Amy, Imogen. Okay. Uh, it's just a bit of festive fun in that league. Uh, naughtiest boys' names, Logan. Yeah, it does sound like a... I mean, you know, what were you expecting at the, at the top? Tyson. You, you know, uh, Harrison, Liam, Jacob, Leo, Jamie, Owen, Connor, Michael. Nicest girls' names, Sophie. Anyway, I'm going to read out the list. It's ridiculous. Sophie and Daniel have both been in the top 10 at nice names six years out of 11 years. Uh, the, the, the company's been doing the research. Wow, incredible stuff, guys. Uh, there are also some reoffenders on the naughty list with Jacob, Jamie, Joseph, Liam, Luke, Michael, Owen, Eleanor, Holly, and Olivia all making previous appearances. They've got form. They got form. Watch out. I mean, maybe if your kid's name is on there, I've, I would say maybe it's worth giving them a clout just in case. You know, just they're just there on the iPad or whatever. <laughs> fucking watch it all right just you know really instill that sort of culture of fear in the house just you know rule by fear rather than respect is what i'm saying okay don't god do i really have to continually explain when jokes are does that make it funnier or less funny probably less funny isn't it don't at me there's the king there caitlin jenner's ex-wife uh, cried as she lost her virginity to Elvis Presley. Lind Caitlyn Jenner's got an ex-wife. Oh, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Linda Thompson dated the king of rock and roll for four years. Uh, four and a half years before her romance with the I'm a Celebrity Campmate. I'm not going to read that. I don't think there's... I mean, they've got it it's so nice they had to print it twice, I guess, in the mirror. Um, latter stage Elvis there. Uh, you know, in many ways, Elvis represented the sort of stages of capitalism. You know, just, you know, up and coming. Wow, everything's great. The sort of the boom. You know, then war, and then back. Good times again. Great stuff. And then the eventual sort of decline into obesity, uh, addiction to opioids, and then death. Good times, man. I wouldn't have it any other way. What have we got? Pampered police horse, Jake. Starts his day with a giant mug of tea. This motherfucker's got a Sports Direct mug full of tea. Jesus, I wish I was that pampered. Always wanted to be pampered and well-groomed. That'd be nice. Imagine being well-groomed. You know, like, if you've ever watched any of those programs of, like, the Real Housewives of wherever, the Real Housewives of Skegness, the Real Housewives of, you know, Kidderminster, wherever, those women are so groomed. Unbelievable levels. I mean, it must take hours a day to reach that level of grooming. Imagine, like, 
Okay, think about us. Yeah, the lob, the lob, the lobster crew. Yeah, sacks of shit, basically, aren't we? And that's fine. That's just the way we've chosen. That's just the way the chips have fallen. You know, we probably could have done more. We definitely could have done less. You know, we're not the best in terms of grooming. What if we decided, right, we're going to take on these sort of like, uh, is wasp the term? I've not wondered about that. It might not be. Uh, just ridiculously high standards, sort of made in Chelsea types level of grooming. Like all the lads are all like plucking their eyebrows and everything. You know, we're getting spray tans, we're getting all manicures and pe mani pedis all over the place. Yeah, we're getting back sack and crack, the full, well, we're all getting implants, getting loads of work done. Why not? Why not make that our thing? You know? It's like, it's lobster crew lot. Fucking, they take care of themselves, man. A little bit too much, if you ask me. They are, they're very well, they're looking tidy. Yeah, they are immaculately kept. I will say that, Lobster Crew. They really do, for drum and bass fans, you know, we roll up to the club, demand we have a roped-off VIP area, we're drinking Goose and Mixer. You know, really just, <laughs> I like the Jersey Shore lot, but, <laughs> I like the Jersey Shore lot, but gurning. You know what I mean? Yeah, gurning, listening to Jump Up, listening to Fog On. Talking to Fog On! It's Fog On Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Your boy, uh, Mackie D, D Money, uh, D Double D. Uh, who we, it's D. Fog On Friday, for 11 till 12. So, bloody well, make sure you remain locked to Threshold.fm for that. Uh, that's good fun. And. Uh, then after that, repeat of last week's Dick Sling and Day Out. Big Matty Wright. Uh, there'll be a new one next week, as there will be also a new Benage confirmed shoe throwers mix. Uh, at one o'clock today, smorgasbord sessions. Good stuff there. I mean, you keep listening all fucking day, mate. You know, you just keep it going. Keep it rolling until, until, I mean, what time are we starting to drink today? Two? Seems reasonable, doesn't it? It could be in the weather spins at two. Don't see anything wrong with that. Actually, that'd be nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I, I mean, I've been drinking in weather spins quite a lot recently. I like it for various reasons. One, I like ordering with the app. I think that's fun. I like that I can get a pint of Bud Light for £2.90. Uh, call me a cuck if you will. I know it's only three and a half percent and tastes like piss, but I, I, I'm a fan, you know? You know, you can sort of, you, you get through eight pints of that and it's as if you actually have only really had five. When you drink as fast as I do, which is really fast, the only person that drinks faster than me is Sweet Johnny, and he's a thirsty boy, you know? I, I'm thirsty, I'm not as thirsty as Sweet Johnny. I don't know, maybe he, maybe it's because he's so salty that he requires the, 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 the sweet, cool beverages. I don't know, but... I drink very, very fast. So if I have anything that's, you know, beyond 4%, percent i am dead, man. Like, because I drink at a speed of about two and a half, three pints an hour. You know, so that is, you know, you're getting into some shit, right? If you're out for the evening. Yeah, you're in trouble. So it does help to have... So this is the way I deal with my alcoholism. I just try and drink lower-strength beverages in Weatherspoons. Is that a good idea? Well, I can order on the, on the app. I don't even have to leave the table. Give me another one. Bring, on, bring me a hunter's chicken as well. Uh, come on. Oh, let's order some gins for the table over there for a laugh. <laughs> oh, God. 
So yeah, what time are we drinking from today, guys? Two? I think that seems reasonable, doesn't it? Uh, or are we going to go for a liquid lunch? I don't know. Look, we'll, we'll work it out, yeah? Look, let's have another little jam. And then, crikey, it'll be Foghorn goddamn Friday. Well, we haven't really declared a shoe throw of the week. I think it would be this. It's called Whistle by uh, Dizazzed. And I think it's uh, I think it's a good bit, man. <laughs> Jesus, people have been fighting in Aldi again for those big carrots. Kevin the carrot. This is some end time shit here, people. People coming to blows in an Aldi over large carrots. N- n- large pl- uh, carrots. Soft toy carrots. They're not, you can't not even, I mean, you could eat them, I guess. They're enormous. Size of these fucking things. Jesus Christ. Anyway, people have come to blows. It's just, it's the end times. The markets will regulate themselves. I give you the markets. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, head on over to Threshold.fm for Foghorn Fridays.
guys. Thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You're wonderful. Your help is incredibly appreciated. Without you, we would not be able to do this. So thank you very, very much. Uh, if you want to support on Patreon, that would be fucking incredible. Uh, believe me, we need it. You can go to the website, threshold.fm. Uh, slash uh, and get a donate tell you everything you need to know and you can get your name on the VIP list Greg Cornford Oliver Hooper Tom Ryan Reese Muscle Squishy Beats Polly Hart and Kieran R. Michael Kuzitsky Matt Tompkins Dave Long Joel Potter Sam Howard Tony J Richard Cam Richard Cam wow no Richard Patterson Tom Cam Stephen Harris Matthew Bullard Jerome Van Thunderbutt Mike Byer, Lily Anselm, Richard Franks, Thomas Allchow, Ryder, John Finnison, BDR, Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin, Grief, Cooper, Kennedy, Lightfield, James Parry, Hannah Bartender, Lady Squiffer, Leander, Man, Simon Wood, Dan Fucking Morris, Garvin, no STDs, Ams, MC, Josh Winnie, Four Pack, Umbridge, Skippy, Christ, the Windy Pops. Chibi T, Coco, Shiva, Dan Elton, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive, Sidetrans, Actually Superior, Drama, Base, Chris Bates, The Build, Open, Base, Lee, Fuller, D. Daniel, Jeffrey, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dad Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Waft, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, Hitch Must, Willay, Ben Virgo, Dentwee, Lubez, Alizar, Big Wash, My Hill, Mighty, Danny, Carl, Lewis, Gordon, Liz, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Lushmere, Benish, Drum Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderton, Pierce and Goller, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo Gervais, Big H, Chapter 13, Grant Shepherd, The Death Disco! Yeah, man. Uh, thanks, guys. A fun week. I've enjoyed it. We're we'll back on Monday. Back slinging dick like a messed up porn star. Just getting it done, man. Have a good weekend, yeah? Be good to yourselves. You know, can try and eat well. Lay off the sugar. Yeah, get a bit of exercise. Remember, there's plenty to be done in this world. You can contribute to it. You are needed. You're a useful member of society. Even if it doesn't always feel like that, just fucking get out there, get it done, and know that I love you. Okay, God bless you, goodbye.